This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon a little after the events of episode 56. We're going to drop it back to the evening of the 22nd, which is going to put you on this map at this crossroads. The party made camp there for the night, and the first thing that's going to happen that evening is, you know, everyone's making camp, and you'll be approached by one of your campmates. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. It's Burr. Pardon me. Yes, Burr? I had uh, a question, or a few, I suppose, that I wanted to ask. Sure. Yeah. Ask away. Everything okay? He looks off and kind of shrugs a little bit. Possibly. Okay. Shoot your shit. Oh. Karis (laughs) seems to have a lot of respect for you. Yeah, we're like siblings. Could you tell me a bit about her? Um, alright. And why aren't you asking her yourself? I have been. I just didn't know if you had any insight. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, As far as I know, she grew up underground, captured by vampires. That was terrible. Up until very recently, like when she was 17, right before she was about to turn 18, uh, she ran away. She found our group. We protected her from the vampire and then went and killed the vampire for her. Came back. Originally, she had gone to this one town to go to school. She got kicked out because she did necromancy. That was kind of iffy back then, but now I'm like, eh, it's really not that bad. She was protecting someone. Not a big deal. Let's see. And then she started traveling with us, and at first I wasn't sure if she'd be strong enough. She's always seemed kind of fragile, um, but she's one of those stronger people I know. She's kind and caring and Legitimately, I think all she really wants in life is a hug at this point, which I wish I could give to her, but I don't know how to do that yet. And let's see. Oh, she died once, and then she came back to life. Uh, That's about it. Do you have any specific questions? Maybe that'd be easier to answer. Mm. He's standing there. He's looking a little overwhelmed hearing all this. (laughs) I'm better with specific questions normally. I thought I had lived an eventful life. Really? (laughs) I mean... I know almost every inch of that swamp of my home, and I know quite a few people in the nearby town, but a lot of you have traveled across this entire continent. We have. Well, most of it. Part of it? Part of it. There's still much more that I'd love to see, but but I don't have time to do that, unfortunately. So I'll just have to read it in a book. Why is that? Remember when I vaguely talked about the protectorship in the swamp? He nods. Because of it, next month, I'm going to be stuck in a village for about a hundred years. Is that all? Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem like a lot to you. But all I've wanted to do in life is see the world and I don't know. I'm not a very good homebody. (laughs) Hmm. To me, it seems like a lot of time. I see. Well, a century is not that terribly long, especially for you and I. But it is an awfully long time. He turns and looks back at the camp. For ones like her. Yeah. Do you have any advice? Advice? 
You're gonna need to give me more, Burr. Advice mm-hmm. on what? Your friend seems to have, well, she seems to take an, uh, an interest in me. And do you like her back? I'm not sure. This is all new to me. You're asking for relationship advice from me. He nods. I see. I mean, I've, I'm not new at relationships, he says, almost as if reflexively. I mean, just <laughs> not with, well. A human? Who happens to have a curse on her that won't let her touch people without hurting others. He nods. Hmm. Well, she's really sensitive about that touch thing. However, you seem to be okay when you saved her in the swamp. He shrugs. Most people would be taken out in a second just by touching her. Blood everywhere. I've seen it. It's terrifying. But you, of course, have a lot of endurance, so that probably helps a little. She... I think she really wants to be with someone at some point. She's still very young for a human, and she's never really experienced a relationship per se, so she's gonna be pretty new at it too, Burr. He's going to look a little bit embarrassed, and he's like, I'm not really sure how, well, how he... You want to know how to court her properly? He nods. And more, but yes. And more. The soul raises their eyebrows. I mean, it all... It's so obvious with my own kind, but your kind is strangely shaped. Ah, uh, I see. Well, pardon me for asking, but... And Sol directs their hand across his human form. Do you not have the same makeup as a human while looking like this? I think so. This is just a... I mean, it's an ability that we have, but it's mutable. I see. And you want to know if your parts are correct? (laughs) (laughs) He scratches the back of his head and he's like, not exactly. It's not so much if they're correct, it's more how to to use it. Oh, okay. You're, like I said, you're all configured different. Yeah, I, I know how to do it. I'm not exactly sure how to explain it, but I'll try my best. Could you show me? (laughs) <laughs> Soul's mouth drops. Uh, with, with me and someone else, or... And Soul just oh. puts hands between the two of them and swishes it back and forth. Or... I suppose that... I mean, I I suppose that would help. I suppose observing would be useful. Or if you wanted to show me yourself, I would appreciate that. <sighs> Will it help? I, I don't really have anyone to show you... <laughs> But if Karis finds out about... And Sol does the swishy finger between the two of them again. I think she's going to be mad. He looks genuinely confused. But I'm only attempting to learn... Oh, I understand. I get it. Humans tend to find... Or I guess small beings in general tend to find that as a very sacred thing between two people. I guess I kind of get your position. I understand because I have multiple partners, but most people don't really feel the same way as that. No, that, I mean, that's how my kind is. And I get it, but theirs, ours, isn't normally. There's not many people like me. That's unfortunate. Your kind is primitive in a lot of ways. (laughs) I would like to think that elves particularly are advanced, but we all look the same to you, right? Okay. He thinks for a moment, 
and he gets slightly taller and his ears grow out to elf ears. Oh. It's a minor difference. He kind of becomes like a little thinner, a little taller, and has elf ears. Like I said, it's mutable, but I really don't understand the difference. It's so similar. It's like almost like an afterthought. I understand your standpoint. It's just a big difference for a lot of other people that are smaller, so... To you, maybe not so much, but to us who are a bit more primitive, there are big gaps. And yours just happens to be the biggest for all of us. He nods and returns to human form. Ah, so... So I could do this with you, but I feel as though that would hurt Karis. So I do have a second option, I just don't know how comfortable my partner would be with it. Uh, the, the watching portion. Uh, yeah, um, I guess the best example would be to... Oh my god, she'd be so upset if she found it, but I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> Souls just looks so conflicted on this end. We have to go somewhere else. If... And Soul does the gesture between the two again. If this happens. <clears throat> he looks over to the rest of the camp that's at this point fairly far away, and he nods. And starts walking off away from the camp. Soul's just like, what, what? Uh, And nervously follows. Okay. He gets about, we'll say, 200 feet away out of eyeshot. Because it's kind of dark. Yeah. And uh, he's going to shift into dragon form. Uh... He's going to lower a wing down. I'm about to ride a fucking dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I climb up his wing and get on his back? There. Hold on. I've only done this a few other times, and, well, one of them didn't work. Just promise to catch me if I fall. And soul grips on. I'll do my best. Yeah, I don't want the world to end, so (laughs) you have to. This is a weird episode. (laughs) You climb up on his back, and like I said, he's got these series of spines along his back. They're kind of thin-like, almost. Yeah, they are fin-like, so you can't straddle yeah. or anything. Or, like, he's not really set up for a saddle or anything like that. Yeah. But you are able to hold on to him and hang on to one side of him. Oh, kind of like sailing. Yeah, kind of like sailing. That and seems more soul style anyway. He's size category large, so he's roughly the size of a horse. Oh, okay. He's a bit bigger than that, but not by much. It's a bit of a bumpy ride. He raises his wings and pushes off, and you're in the air, but the flight is very up and down and up and down. Each wing beat lifts up and lifts you both up in the air quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then you kind of fall and then he lifts you back up into the air with his wing beats. He's not exactly a graceful flyer. <laughs> it's more almost like an expression of power is what's keeping him up, not so much grace or beauty. So he's not really an agile flyer. If you were to like categorize his flight in like game terms, it would be poor. Or a poor quality flight. It's fine for him, he's used to it, but I imagine for you it might be a little bit rough. Yeah, just like, where are we going anyways? <laughs> so I'd like you to make first a reflex save. Oh god, okay. That's one of my better ones. 18. Okay, that's good, that's good. So that was to determine whether or not you were going to hold on. <laughs> and now I'd like you to make a fortitude save to see if this Uh-oh. got you a little bit sick. And... Okay, that's an 18 too. That's an 18 again. All right, now you're fine. Okay, so you handle this relatively well. So he flies you a little ways and... He ends up flying you over, we'll say, ten minutes or so to the northeast. Mm-hmm. So it's out far away from the roads. It's open rolling fields. You can see some farms in the distance. And he lands and lowers his wing. 
I'd like to slide off, actually. <laughs> All right, give me an acrobatics. Okay, so that's a 15. Yeah, you stand up and you kind of point your feet down and you slide off of his wing, come to like a spinning stop on the ground. <laughs> it's very impressive looking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Soul raises their arms. It's. I think it's just a pose that they tend to do if they ever do acrobatics normally. It's just like, mm-hmm. I did it. <laughs> So he will, once you've disembarked, he's going to shift back into his human form. Well, since it's just us, Soul, I think whenever they just talk to Burr, actually switches to Draconic normally. Okay. Switch over to Draconic. He'll do the same then. So. Uh, I guess we're doing this. Um, so what What should I do first? I guess we right. disrobe. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Soul's awkwardly standing there, patting their legs with their hands. <laughs> their brain is going, all right, do the thing. <laughs> but their body's like, <laughs> Slowly the disrobing happens. So he's going to kind of concentrate and clothes basically just sort of retract into him. Oh, gotcha. Does he look right? As far as you can tell, he looks right. Yeah, he looks pretty normal. He's sort of pale. He's got very light blonde hair and he's got kind of pale skin. Yeah. And he doesn't have a whole lot of muscle definition. He's kind of very thin looking. Soft boy. Okay. Soul has to physically take everything off. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, he's just sort of standing there like, he he doesn't really have a real concept of modesty. So he's just standing there normally just staring at you. Um, when someone's disrobing, it's usually polite to turn around when that's happening. Uh, very well. He just sort of pivots and turns away from you. Conversation is fine, however. And Soul kind of continues. Oh, uh, very, very well. How do you like the climate up here? I hate it. It's so fucking cold. <laughs> I was going to say, it is a bit cold for my tastes as well. Ugh. I'm used to a place where beautiful little tree frogs sing every night and it's nice and warm. Even in the winter, it's really not that cold. This is awful! Do you mind if I take care of the cold a little bit? Uh, sure. Go for it. He is going to probably cast... Uh, he is a soft boy. All right. He's less good at this than I thought. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's looking around for anything that's burnable, but there's only grasses around. There's really nothing around here to start a fire, is there? No, not really. We could. There's farmhouse over there. No, <laughs> no, perhaps no, no. We could, no, perhaps people we live could there. Them, sure, and we could tell them to leave for a night. I imagine they'd have a comfy hearth. Oh. Oh, that's what you mean. What did um, you think I meant? Nothing. I'm going to put my clothes back on. <laughs> he just blinks a few times. Soul rushes with all of that and kind of trots up behind him. All right, let's go to the farmhouse. He turns and the two of you walk to a farmhouse that's on the horizon. It's a few minute walk. So you've been traveling like this for a while. Yep. And you met Karis along the way. Yeah, it wasn't really that long after I started journeying that I met her. She's interesting, I must say. Uh, I've never met a priestess of Owen before. You know, she's the first priestess of Owen I've ever met, too. But she's a good kid. I think there's something about her, a darkness, that I... Like? He nods. I find interesting. And I think she may feel the same. She's, I'm pretty sure, definitely interested, especially since you both, um, were... And Soul stops themselves. <clears throat> Nothing. What? Uh, so... <laughs> I, I might have seen something the other night. Apologies. What do you mean? Oh, you were both 
in your room sitting. Uh, <clears throat> I believe you were disrobed. Oh, yes. She was, well, she was showing me something. Oh, her tattoos? He nods. Yes, they were fascinating. I've never seen anything quite like them before. She was explaining what some of them meant and what some of them do. Huh. And did you find any particular one interesting? Not any more than the rest, I suppose. But simply the, the concept and execution of them was... It was something that was breathtaking, honestly. I see. You'll have to forgive me. I'm... I don't exactly find... He sort of gestures to his current form. I don't really understand the attraction with this form. Um, if, <clears throat> if that makes sense. To put it in very simple terms, you made yourself look very attractive. Oh, I mean, in general. and I mean, oh. from my, myself. I don't... He, like, he gestures to you. I don't find you attractive. He just says very bluntly. <laughs> That's fine. This will make this easier. But Karis is different for you? He shrugs. It's something about her... her mind. I get it. I, am. Um... I personally am far more attracted to someone's personality than how they look normally. You arrive at the doorstep of the farmhouse. I knock on the door. All right. A moment later, a farmer will open the door and see an elf and a naked human. Oh, God, I forgot. I didn't realize to tell him back to what I was. Oh, God, I didn't I didn't think about it at all. Shit. <laughs> Could we assume that I told him to put his clothes back on? Aw, if you if you have to, please. Yes. <laughs> you bitch. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine. You told him to to return having clothes for form, so he does that. Uh, anyway, the two of you arrive at the farmhouse. You knock on the door, and and middle-aged farmer will open the door groggily like looking out into the night what is it i'm sorry sir could i borrow slash rent your house for a night what yeah i know that's weird um and soul takes out three gold coin he like blinks a couple times are you you serious yeah i am he like turns he's like and you only need the house for a day mostly just the evening he grabs two cloaks and throws them on himself, takes the gold coins from you, and says uh, he'll be back tomorrow. Have a good evening. He's like, just call me an innkeeper. He finds it extremely hilarious and then leaves. I'm sure that'll suit his life for several weeks. You parted with that gold very easily. Humans are very easily changed by money, it seems. Or, hmm. I should say people. I've just been well-privileged, I suppose. I always find it difficult to part with coin. Something about it is... No, oh, don't get me wrong. It was hard for me to part with my money for you. And so lightly, it's not even a punch. It's just, you know, a tap with a fist against his shoulder. He looks down at his shoulder and then looks back at you. That was a friendly thing to do. Should I reciprocate? He looks somewhat confused. So you wish me to strike you, but gently. Just like I did and Sol does I it again. I think I understand some of this behavior. He walks into the house and closes the door and it is... Much nicer in here. There actually is a fireplace and it's currently lit. It's <sighs> actually warm in here. Much better. More my style. He wow. turns and he's going to strike you in like center chest. <laughs> and it's it's enough that it kind of is going to make you stumble backwards. I'd like you to make another reflex save. Jesus Christ. It's not enough to do damage, but it's enough to throw you off your balance. 
24. Okay, you catch yourself before you fall over. Gentler, and not in the chest region. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that the location was important as well. well so only shoulders? Yeah, shoulders are a safe area. And Sol kind of goes over to him and does it again, like, very lightly. Like this. That's the feeling that you want to reciprocate. Not much harder at all. I think I understand. He moves his hand so slowly that he just kind of basically just moves his fist forward and just touches it to your shoulder and just holds it there. Yep, that works. <laughs> you humanoids are strange. Yes, we are. Also, did you just call me a humanoid? Uh, it doesn't translate that well from Draconic. It's more like... It's more like... Okay, oh, boy. It kind of translates into trifle. Gotcha. Like, small thing. Okay. <laughs> I assumed you were still speaking Draconic. Yeah, if it's just him yeah. and me, then I always switch yeah. to Draconic. Okay, so I'm, I'm just trying to translate as best I can from what he's what the words actually mean. He says that small folk have uh, strange traditions, but he shrugs and he's like, I suppose that's why I'm here. That's true. I'm going to teach you. And I would like to request that you listen to all I have to say about this, okay? Well, of course, that's why I'm here. All right. This would do me no good if I ignored it. It's true. You might be my best student. And Sol does the lightly punch on his shoulder again. He reciprocates. This time, not just holding it there, but this time like actually just giving you a light tap. But it's still enough that it moves your shoulder back a little bit. There you go. <laughs> You're getting it. You're all very fragile. We are. Not just in body, but in soul kind of puts their hand on their chest. But heart and soul as well. We can get hurt emotionally very easily. I suppose everyone has that in common. Soul nods. So, uh, we've got a fire. Uh, normally, we try to find somewhere comfy to be on. He looks, and there, there is a rug. It's made of what you imagine is probably either a couple of, maybe a bear pelt stitched together, or part of one, maybe. Okay. That's laid on the floor in front of the fire. There's a bunch of collection of random trinkets and articles of clothing and tools. This is like a, basically a little more than a one-room house. So that the fireplace also functions as a stove. Gotcha. Okay, I get it. There's one bed that's pretty much just stuffed with straw that's in the corner. The rug will do. Well, uh, there is this soft thing on the ground. (laughs) So you folk enjoy doing this on soft things? Yes. It can tend to get a little rough sometimes, and harder surfaces tend to be more uh, rough on the body. Does that make sense? Your body is as easily damaged as it appears to be. Yes, it does. It can. Yes. And Sol, I guess, starts to disrobe at this point. I just mm-hmm. assume he'll take my lead. Okay. He's going to shift back into a, a nude form. All right. So I guess I'm going to lead you through this verbally since Karis won't know what to do if she was on top. So he, he nods very well. What do I do first? And at this point, Sol will go through everything and pretty much explain the ins and outs and do everything necessary for Burr to get it. (laughs) I just had an idea, but I'm not sure if that would work or be kosher. (laughs) I still have that belt. (laughs) Oh shit, you do, don't you? Yeah! (laughs) I could technically show him how to do it to him. Mmm. I should probably ask. So, um... Uh, no, I mean, it might help him more just to go through the motions of the ocean. Eh. 
You wouldn't happen to have a spell that removes curses, would you? He shakes his head no. Okay. Well, that 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 idea goes out of the window. <laughs> I'm afraid my magic ability is not as oh, as advanced as you might think. He twirls a hand in the air, and the room becomes misty. Okay, mood lighting, cool. There's now there's like a thin mist that sort of now clings to the walls and floor. I can do this. I mean, that's pretty cool. And then uh, in his other hand, he creates five little orbs of white light, and he can cause them to like dance around. Oh, I have that too, I think. And Sol casts out their dancing lights as well. He moves his around in a strange fractal patterns and causes them to split and rejoin with each other. You can tell he has a lot of practice with the spell. I'm going to make mine do the aurora that I've been practicing. This is what I like to do with mine. He looks at it and he smiles. And as strange as it sounds, this is the first genuine sign of... Happiness? Not just happiness, but I mean more of like an attraction than he's shown all evening. That's a good smile. Oh, sorry. I was no, no, admiring no, no. your handiwork. No, no, no. People like that. But thank you. It's something I like to do in my free time when I'm awake and no one else is. Mm, and I suppose as the, the only elf in your group, you have quite a bit of that. Yeah, gets lonely. Mm, he nods. I've never really been lonely as exactly. It's been an interesting life that I've led, but it's not quite like this. Well, get ready. Our group is full of an interesting life. So, uh, Soul's gonna approach him. Now, I'm going to try to guide you in most of the actions that someone would normally do to a female sex. However, there's a part that I'm going to have to verbally guide you through. But he nods. The, the part right before the intercourse, I can guide you by you just replicating what I'm doing. Do you understand? He nods again. Soul gets up close. Pretty much the best explanation Soul can get of him is just like, this is just what humans like. I know it's weird. Just follow the motions of the ocean and it'll work. Uh, this is strange. Mouths are for talking and eating. And I tend to use them for many things. And breathing acid on I wish I could do that. <laughs> I can try to teach you. Really? <laughs> he nods. After tonight, yes. <laughs> Very well. This happened. Mm-hmm, Why mm-hmm, did this happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he, he doesn't know how to do any of this shit. I know! This is so weird for me. <laughs> I'm teaching a dragon sex ad. This has been enlightening. That's good. I'm glad. I think I need a shower now, but... <laughs> do you have any other questions? Um, what do I do after? Normally you cuddle. Um, lay back down. Yeah, he, like, looks at you. <laughs> and, uh, okay, he lays back down. Soul turns him to his side, and then they get up behind him. Most of the time, people like it if the male equivalent is behind. Um, but I'm just showing you what you would do. And, and Soul nuzzles into him and has their arm over him. And kind of has their legs a little interlocked, too. And just mm-hmm. a soft breathing and then kissing on the shoulder. And then you kind of just lay here until you're ready to get up, normally. I would recommend letting Karis take the lead on that one. I see. May I try? Yes, of course. So the two of you flip around, and he does his best to try to imitate the movements that you are making. I'll try to guide him if something seems a little off. I think this makes sense. Then, well, thank you. I think this clears up quite a bit. You're welcome, Burr. And Sol kind of starts to get up. Do I 
Well, how do I know if she is contented? Oh! <laughs> um, she'll usually be making noises while the intercourse is happening. I was kind of concentrating on teaching you, so I wasn't really thinking about feelings. Did I do poorly? No, no, I think you were fine, to be honest. Uh, you seem to get the whole intercourse portion. Um, maybe the lead-up too you can work on, but I think you get the gist of it. And she's going to be just as awkward anyways, so I think at least the motions of the oceans part you'll get, and then you'll both kind of figure it out and what your body's like together. This is really weird. This is weird talking about my sister like this. Oh, I just slept with my sister's, like, interest. Oh, God. Soul kind of goes over to grab their clothes. I see. Well, th thank you for your assistance again. You're welcome, Burr. And, and that will please her? Maybe. I see. Very well. We're fickle, remember? And strange and backwards and primitive. You kind of like it, I think. Soul's putting on their clothes and smirking. Doesn't make much sense to me. Nothing in the last few days has. He lays down and kind of turns toward the fire. Is there anything to clean myself in this little farmhouse? Not really. Well, there's a bucket of water. Yeah, I think rags. I'll just do that to end maybe, like, if there's any flowers or something in the house. Mm -hmm. Something that smells different. I'll kind of use that to at least rub off smells on myself. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned this or not. He sort of smells a bit like... He smells earthy. Yeah. Sort of like peat moss. I don't know what that smells like, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ever smelled a good whiskey? I'm not sure. Okay, that's fine. He, he sort of smells peaty. After Soul's done with themselves, they're going to kind of come over to him and be like, I just want to get my smell off of you before we go back to the group. Oh, uh, of course. I don't want to make things more complicated for you. Yeah, Kara seems to have good intuition on this stuff, so I'm just taking all the needed steps. <laughs> She always seemed to figure out whenever me and Alec were sleeping together, of course. <laughs> Soul's just grumbling as they're kind of washing him, pretty much. This this part isn't normal. This is me being cautious. Of course. He sits there and allows you to do that to him. All right, after I take care of that, I'll put the bucket where it was. All right, so that's that for my teaching. Your lesson's appreciated. You're welcome, Burr. I'm, um... I'm not really that tired, though. My, my people don't sleep that often. That's fine. I really only need to transfer four hours, so we could do other things for now. What do you want to do? He shrugs. Do you have anything that you do for fun? Soul brings up their <laughs> Aurora again. He'll also pull out his dancing lights as well, and he'll try to copy your Aurora and intermix with it with his own colors. Oh, interesting. Soul kind of sits down pretty close to him and kind of curls their knees up and smiles to themselves as they kind of have one hand out. Like, if you imagine what a pianist's fingers normally do when they're on mm -hmm. a piano, I mm -hmm. imagine Soul's hands kind of work as if being like a conductor towards sure. the lights. Makes sense. Both of his hands are out, fingers spread. He's holding them up, completely splayed out, and he's he's not. his hands aren't moving at all, but his spell is. So it seems to be, a, and for him, it's an entirely mental exercise. Gotcha. Soul's not really paying attention to him anymore. They just look like they're smiling so much and enjoying the aurora. I'll probably be doing this a lot when I'm stuck in that village for a while. Uh, only a century. Only a century. I You're know kind. every inch of that village. I just, there's a part of me that always wants to go somewhere. And it's never really dwindled since I left. It's a strange desire. It's one that I've felt rarely. I think it's somewhat against the nature of my kind. That's we okay. tend to we tend to find a place and hold dominion over it. I'll be holding dominion over one village at least. Hmm. Dominion oh. over a village. Yeah, 
Doesn't sound half bad. Man, was I meant to be a dragon or something? <laughs> Soul says jokingly. You do seem to have something of the mentality of one, and you seem to have less hang-ups than others of your kind, so I appreciate that. You are welcome. I suppose that may be incorrect, though. I may have the similar hang-ups, however, I set those feelings aside in order to benefit others normally. Strange concept. I find that there are more repercussions in my life when I do what I want to do. In my experience, that just means you need to acquire more power. I kind of agree with you. I want to. It's just taking so much longer than I thought it would, and, well... Well, what have you done to consolidate your power base? How many minions have you acquired? You need minions to be strong? It assists in such a thing. How many people worship you? Do you have any slaves? Well, I have help, um, almost everyone. Oh, the group that you, the group you travel with? Oh, no, 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 my village. Oh, you, you've enslaved your village. No, 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 I wouldn't call it enslaved, but they do serve me oh. and listen to everything uh, they serve I you, say. They serve you willingly. Yes. That's a more, probably a smarter tack to take. I love them. Of course, of they're a means village. to power. <laughs> no, I mean, they're each unique and individual, and I adore every single one of them. They but are they... an extended family to me. But they are still useful to you. Yes. And is that why you care for them? I don't think so. I never really thought about it that way. Hmm. Well, it's an interesting situation, I suppose. It is. Maybe you could visit my village sometime and see what I see. You said it's warm there, right? Very. I think I may do that then. I figure I'll have shrugs a few years before I should return. Give mother time to calm down. <laughs> well, I have a wedding coming up if you would like to attend it. I've heard of those. It's a strange practice. It's more traditional, if not a mm. thing. My kind will, will mate sometimes, but we rarely enter long-term agreements. Yeah. Again, fickle creatures here. And this is an agreement that will last for how long? Life, unless... <laughs> Seems more like a prison, if you ask me. Unless both parties choose to terminate such contracts. Ah, well, at least there's an escape clause. <laughs> but you have to con you have to convince the other as well? This is true. Hmm. So how do you know your partner will not simply hold you against your will? Because it means you would have me. to trust them. He would never hold me against my will, if anything, my village is, so... Hmm. Perhaps you should find some sort of thing you could hold over them, give you some sort of... Uh, some sort of bargaining power over them. Uh, leverage. My husband. That way you you know you can trust him because you would ultimately have control of them. I don't want to control him. I love him. Very well. Just Sol looks seems very to directly at his eyes when Sol says that. He's still looking up at the Aurora and it doesn't notice. Sol turns back to the Aurora. It just seems that you're putting yourself in an unnecessary position to be hurt. Just... Being around and talking to people puts me in a position to be hurt. Again, we get emotionally hurt very easily. It doesn't You're really matter if it's marriage or not. It's just the way things are. You're an insightful being, Soul. Thank you. I suppose I should try to teach you something in exchange. Ask it's only breath? fair. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles a bit. I think that would be fine. All right. Well, I'm not sure how good you would be at it. Do you have something I would be good at? He shrugs. I don't know what your capabilities are, but let's give it a try. So you got it. he drops the spell and he looks around the house for some uh, small object, uh, eventually settling on, say, a cook pot. Yeah. And he's going to set it in the middle of the of the floor, uh, sort of away from the bare fur rug. And it's just sitting on the bare wood floor. Mm -hmm. He says, I want you to focus on this. 
He okay. guides you over and, and sits you down about two feet in front of it. I want you to, to focus on this, and I want you to look at it, and I want you to aim your mouth at it. Okay. Now, first thing you need to do is feel energy inside yourself. Clamp down on it with your gut. At this point, you need to manipulate your acid sacs. Uh, I don't think I have that. <laughs> he looks at you. Oh, I... Are you sure? It's going to be difficult to breathe acid without... I didn't know it involved sacks of acid. Hmm. <sighs> well, once you depress those, then you'll feel them entering into your chest and throat. And with a large breath in your lung, breathe that out, and it will fire in a general line on what you're pointing your mouth at. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles. Yes, that's sort of the technique. Yeah. Now... I feel anything when I'm doing this? <laughs> Not really, no. Okay. <laughs> you kind of like squeeze your stomach a little bit and it kind of makes you feel almost like you're going to throw up. Oh, great. <laughs> but you you don't. Like you, you kind of squeeze down, but then you take a deep breath and you kind of just breathe out all at once and it's something. You don't breathe anything, but, but air, there it is. Well, um, I think your technique is acceptable. Now, the important thing is that once you do that, you need to take a few breaths before you can attempt it again. Maybe 20 second count. Sometimes it's faster, sometimes it's longer. It depends on, well, it depends on your metabolism, I suppose. I see. Rest assured, every usually twice a minute, you should be able to spray forth a, a torrent of acid. <clears throat> he moves his fist over and kind of taps your shoulder. Very good. <laughs> Soul reciprocates. Thank you. Hmm. I'm not sure if it'll work for me, but it's at least good to know. If I ever do become a dragon. Ah! <laughs> do I sound like that? No, it was, it, it's what mothers do to scare their children around here. Sorry. No wonder so many of your kind try to kill my kind. Well, that and I suppose the issue. I didn't try to kill you. <laughs> no, that's true. You paid me well for my services. And now we're friends. Yes. He goes back to casting an Aurora. He called his friend. Yay. Is there anything else I should know before I attempt to mate with Karis? Just understand that. If she says no or seems uncomfortable, probably stops there. And you'll have to wait until you're both more comfortable with each other to do something like that. If she Nods. says no, you stop. You are not allowed to touch her. I understand. I think that's it. I've never had to teach someone how to do this, though, so I tried. <laughs> and the techniques you taught me will satisfy her. Maybe? It, it really depends. Humans fickle. Each one of us are different, so... Or people fickle. Is there is there some way that I can be sure? She'll normally I don't want to leave this up to chance. Make noises or say yes, yes, oh god, yes, but in a more happy way. And that means that she is fulfilled? No, that just probably means it feels good. See, I understand, but I, I would like to guarantee that she culminates. Cul culminates? What does that mean? Uh, that, that she experiences bliss. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's like a 50 50 chance, maybe like. 2080. <laughs> 20 being the likelihood. <laughs> Who knows? So, yeah. So not very good odds. And this is how it is with all of your kind? Yeah. Most of us, I'm pretty sure. It's not like I've had sex with everyone, so... Hmm. Well, you're very knowledgeable on the subject. I I've just... You're the fourth person I've slept with. Uh, intercourse. I've just done it a lot with the... At least two. Well, I guess you might include some of the people in college. I guess there was, like, oral stuff. But that's what cool. is that? <laughs> that's where you use your mouth um, on the, the private parts. Fascinating. This has been 
enlightening. Do you have any other questions? I feel I've taken up enough of your efforts. All right. <laughs> Should we stay here for the rest of the night and then return in the morning, or um, we return under the cover of night? Let's return at night. Very well. He stands up and his clothes return to his form. So they exit the farmhouse and they go back to the group. Mm-hmm. All right, flies you back to the crossroads and lands, you know, fair distance from from the rest of the group. Shifts back into human form again. And you have my assurances I won't speak of this. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate your help. You're welcome, Burr. And Sol kind of does the little light punch to his shoulder. He returns the gesture. If there's anything that I can teach you about dragons or swamps, anything of that, just ask. You got it. What are friends for? Sol kind of leans in. It, it, this is what friends do. It's, it's fine. <laughs> he nods. I suppose I'll go and speak with her at once. Starts walking off toward the camp. Wait, right now? <laughs> should I Should I not? I mean, Wait. you can. Just go for it. Sure. Do your thing. <laughs> I said humans have such a short lifespan. Maybe build up to the whole sex portion. So just kissing? Sure. Maybe ask first. Right, of course. Everything only when given consent. Exactly. I'll do my best. Thank you. Thank you. You've really helped me. It's odd feeling indebted to someone. You're not indebted. We're friends, and friends just kind of help each other out. He nods, turns, and starts walking to camp. Or, I'm assuming, are you walking to camp as well, or are you just standing there? I'm going to stand there for a second. Okay. He walked back to camp. That was interesting. Ish. The one and only. How long have you been here? Not terribly long. When did you start? Somewhere recently. You were... Hanging off the back of a dragon, and, well, it was unexpected. You live an interesting life. I'm an interesting person-ish. I, I find it interesting that you you really would do anything for your friends, even ones that you just met. That kind of loyalty is rare. I I am who I am-ish. I've learned that phrase from a close friend as well. <laughs> do you have something you need to talk to me about? I, well, I wanted to check in and see how you were. Concerned? What about? Well, I told my friends about what had happened. They said I used blood magic? That's one name for it. What do you call it? It's a crude name for it. It's primal. It's primal magic. It's the core of what magic is. You're simply fueling it through a different means. So you can fuel it with not blood? Well, that was only the ink at hand. It was fueled with with a little bit of life force. Nothing that permanently harmed you, I, I hope you realize. Well, yeah, but they told me that's really bad, like, evil. I mean, that's a short-sighted concept. And did you harm anyone? No. Did you do anything wrong? Maybe. They did run away. Your mother was being unreasonable, and you know it. Like yeah. I said, she was she was lying to you, and all you did was ask for the truth. I did use a crude spell on her, though. I mean, perhaps that wasn't the best move, but it was from a place of wanting to understand, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm sure you wouldn't have tried to abuse the situation. You would have simply gotten the information you wanted and released her, right? Of course. Yeah, I, I would mm-hmm. never do anything to hurt her. Well, then what's the harm? Well, I don't know. Everyone seems to think that's a really bad spell, and I don't know. I think people, people can overreact when they don't understand your intentions, and your intentions were good. They've always been. Yeah. That's why I, well... Why you... It's why I've made this connection with you in the first place. I, and it's why I keep contacting you again. I find you interesting. Um, well, thank you. 
Sorry, I just had sex with a dragon slash taught a dragon how to have sex. It's been a really weird evening. <laughs> you, I mean, I didn't realize it went that far. Um, <clears throat> do you need some time? Do you need some space? No, um, honestly, it's nice to talk to someone who at least seems to understand humanity for once. It was the most <laughs> awkward experience of my life-ish. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm happy to speak with you about it then. That will help you. But... Yeah. <laughs> I would like that. I would... <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Title drop. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here to help you compress. So why did you sleep with the dragon, exactly? Because he didn't know how to sleep with fleshy beings. <laughs> and he wanted to know how to do it so that he could woo my friend. So in order to woo your friend, he wanted to sleep with you. I mean, he just wanted to know how it worked. So teach by doing. So, <laughs> it was well, a thing. That's... Why do you ask? <laughs> I was just wanting to assess your emotional state. I apologize. I'm concerned about your well-being. I think I'm fine. A little nervous to go after this one guy I'm gonna be, I guess, murdering? I don't even know what it's called. <sighs> I feel very conflicted about what I'm doing lately. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. Where should we start? So there's this guy named Larve. He He's this follower of my enemy, I guess. And I feel like he was tricked into being bad like i went to his world to get this totem thing and mm -hmm. i saw these visions and well everyone did but he meant to do so much good and then that happened and i don't even know if he had control over himself he ate a bunch of people he ate his own wife and i just pity him and now you're questioning whether you should destroy him a little bit i still think i have to for the sake of protecting my own at this point, it's more of a defensive action than really against him in any way. And this totem is going to help you destroy him? Yeah, it weakens him, I guess. Well, perhaps now that you have that, you can use it as a bargaining chip. Maybe you can force his hand to, to stop whatever he's doing. Maybe it doesn't need to resort to violence. I need to get rid of my enemy, though. I've always thought the best way to get rid of an enemy is to befriend them. But perhaps I'm being naive. Maybe I am too. But I don't know, a, a being that eats worlds or eats the magic out of worlds, I, I'm still not sure what it does, but it's not doing something good. There was nothing good that came of that world, and everyone was gone and frozen, and it seems like their spirits are on replay. If anything, it was terrifying, and I can't let that happen to this world. So I have to get rid of him. I want to help however I can. You do? Of course. Are you still in danger-ish? I... yes. I am still in danger. But I want to make sure that you succeed in your quest. I want to help you succeed Thank however you. I can. Ish, I have a question. Go ahead. You gave me the ability to use that teleport thing with you, with your assistance, right? Yes, yes. I don't know if this is possible, but... Would there be a way for me to be able to be in contact with one of my friends? She kind of ends up making people bleed and in pain if anyone touches her. I'm going to need a bit more explanation. What causes this? There's these 
evil, evil symbols all over her body, tattooed on there. Mm-hmm. Um, can you think of them for me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay. You, uh, you put the mental image. I see. This is dangerous magic. I know. I hope I think to I eventually can... get them removed, but for now... I may be able to assist you in this. What can you do? I, I think I know of a way... It would require you to also have a symbol on yourself. What but kind it, of symbol? It, well, it, it would be an arcane symbol, one that would prevent the damage. One that would, well, sort of send it somewhere else. Can I see it before you do that? Sure. You have a mental image appear in your mind. It's of a, a broken circle with lines going off, sort of spiraling out. It looks almost like a sun. Spiraling out. Okay, so it's not the symbol of the order. No. Okay. And it's got, like, little circles probably between each of them. And it doesn't look like one of those uh, symbols I recognize at all? No, not really. It's like a sun with eight rays curving off of it. A good way, to, I guess, to explain it. And it's got, like, a little circle between each of the rays. How big does this symbol have to be? Only a few inches across. And it can be anywhere on your body if you need to have it somewhere hidden. Yes, please. I'll do it. Uh, there's something else that you should know. It it would, well, it would bind us together in some, in small, <clears throat> in some small way. Does that hurt you? It would if you were to die. Then I guess I can't die. <laughs> I suppose that's one way to look at it. So if you die, then I get hurt? No, I don't think it works that way. Oh, okay. It's that I'm, I'm putting some of myself into you. If I die, that peace remains. But if you were to die, then that piece is destroyed, and it would harm me a little bit. <clears throat> to some small degree, I suppose. But that's why you just are going to have to avoid getting killed, I suppose. <laughs> Alright, it's it's a deal. Is that acceptable to you? Yeah, if that's the only issue, is just I should try to not die. <laughs> yes. That's it? Mm-hmm. Can I sense motive? Yeah, you can try to sense motive. 34. Alright, I mean, it seems like he's on the level. He's he's willing to help you. He's He's been trustworthy in the past. You think that he's telling you the truth. Okay. How about the small of their back? Girl's the only one who would notice, I guess. Okay, sort of between their shoulder blades? Uh, no, no, it would be... Or, um, oh. It would be a tramp stamp. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fine. It would be like, okay. oh, I just felt like it. It was decorative. Mm. Yeah, it's decorative. It's like a sun. See? Yeah, it's me. Okay. How about there? I think that would work. One last word of warning, though. It might hurt when I apply it. Should I sit down or something? Just maybe brace yourself. Okay. Might sting a little. All right. All right. I need you to clear your mind. Okay. And I need I need you to just be mellow. All right? Okay. All right. You feel Isha's presence in your mind become larger and larger and larger and you have the opportunity to make a will save you can choose to make it or you can choose to forego it i'll just forego it i guess wait i guess yeah i guess i'm fine (laughs) all right you allow his presence in your body and you immediately feel like a stinging sensation on the small of your back go ahead and roll a little bit of damage you take one point of damage cool and you feel like this burning sensation on your back, and then it's gone. The presence inside you recedes, but a little more of it's left there, 
than when it started. There's a little bit more of ish in you. Is that it? Yes, it's it's done. All right. Okay. It should allow you to deflect the damage would normally be caused. Cool. Just be careful. Like I said, don't die, alright? I promise. It wouldn't really be beneficial to me. (laughs) I promise to not die-ish. Thank you for caring. Of course. I'll I'll do what I can. Like I said, your success is my success. We're linked now. So... (laughs) Um, Forgive me for asking, but does that mean you're just here forever now? I mean, not exactly all of me, no. I mean, it's not like you can just talk to me at all times, but okay. the two of us are, are linked now more deeply than we were before. Soul, you're a very interesting person. I'd like to continue getting to know you more. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds fine to me. Do you read often? As often as I can. There's not really a whole lot else for me to do where I am. Where are you? It's complicated. Okay. I, and I, I just hope you'll tell me in time. It's not that I don't want to tell you, it's that I don't think it will make a lot of sense. The planes outside of yours aren't set up in such a way that they make a lot of sense. You're not to, in my world? I mean, kind of. I'm nearby your world. I'm near it. And that's about all uh, that really can make sense. Ish, are you I'm, an angel? <laughs> Yes. You are? I knew it! I was right! <laughs> Is that a problem? No! I was just really excited! I'm I'm technically related to an angel. Are you really? Yeah! Well, I suppose that's why we must get along so well. I mean, it's several generations. I don't even know if I have anything to... I don't know how angels work. I'm sorry. Um, that's so cool. <laughs> I'm so happy, oddly enough. Oh my gosh. Very glad of that. I think that there is something special about you. And I don't know if it's your heritage, or if that has anything to do with it or not, but I'm glad to know you. I'm glad to know you too-ish. Do you mind staying with me while I meditate for the night? Of course. Thank so you. you're you're going to meditate tonight? Uh, yeah, I've been having really bad dreams lately. I understand. But if I could suggest... Yeah? Maybe try it one more time. Uh, okay. Yeah, you sure. You might be... Pleasantly surprised. Okay, I will. And Sol will walk back to camp and sleep. Alright, the voice disappears from your mind. So you return to camp. Mm-hmm. You see... Your camp is normally just a covered wagon and then some bedrolls. Yeah. And maybe like a campfire, right? It's not a wagon, it's a carriage. This is my nice one. Oh, that's, that's right, this is your good carriage. So who sleeps in the carriage? Most of the time, I think... We just kind of trade out, or we just don't. We also have okay. a tent, remember? So. Okay, so I'll just give you the opportunity to come up with it. Who's sleeping in the tent tonight? Who's sleeping in the carriage tonight? I think everyone sleeps in the tent normally now. Um, I don't think anyone really sleeps in the carriage as often. And one person's always on watch. Gotcha. So I'm going to roll randomly to see who's on watch. God, it's Petra. Dumb as a rock. Dumb as a rock. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll a perception for him. <laughs> he doesn't see shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Great, right. so glad we have him watching. So, uh, yeah, Petra is on watch, but he's sitting near the campfire, just sort of, like, looking around, but he's looking in the opposite direction that you're approaching, so he just definitely does not see you. What would you like to do? I'll sleep in the carriage. Okay. Make a perception check, please. Oh, sure. 23? 
23. You walk up to the carriage and you reach your hand toward the handle to open the door to the carriage, mm-hmm. and you hear noises coming from inside. I'm gonna go sleep in the tent. Is All the right, is the carriage moving? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go sleep in the tent. <laughs> okay. You go into the tent, and inside you see the rest of the party minus Petravian, Terrace, and Burr. Cool. Great. I will get in my bedroll, and I will sleep like a normal person. You get into your bedroll and you fall asleep. You find yourself on a table. A giant's table. Great. This whole end dream is just like, fucking liar. (laughs) You feel like you're being watched. You see massive, giant figures streaming into the room. Here come the pain. You hear a voice. It's Ish. Break the cycle. You feel a warmth where the symbol is tattooed on your body. Touch it. Okay. And I, I, I touch the symbol. You touch the symbol and the scene around you fades into nothingness, replaced by a white room. It's maybe 20 feet by 20 feet. It's, uh, there's no doors or windows. The room is perfectly lit somehow. There's a figure standing in the room with you. What does the figure look like? He's about an inch taller than you. Maybe two inches taller than you. It's hard to tell. But he has a average build. He has sort of a light brown hair that's sort of pulled back into a small ponytail. Okay. He's got clothes that are like very loose-fitting kind of white garments that are sort of wrapped around him. It almost looks like a a robe or toga, something like that. Okay, okay, yeah, I get you. And uh, he has wings. What color are the wings? The wings are a white color. He's standing about... 10 feet from you, and he's looking at you. Ish? He smiles. I run Hello, up soul. to him. You run up to him? Yeah. Okay. You just like to stop in front of him, or? Yeah. What do you do? Just stop in front of him. He looks smile. you up and down. It's good to finally be sort of with you. It's uh, good as much to as this is. Meet you, I guess? <clears throat> and soul holds out a hand. He reaches it forward and touches you. His hand is smooth. In a way, it's hard to describe. It's like his his skin isn't really skin. It's almost like you're touching warm porcelain. Oh, cool. Soul's definitely distracted by that already. And the one thing that you really feel is this warmth coming off. Just touching him feels really peaceful and calm. Like a good heat rock or something. Gotcha. Huh. But he's not, like, rigid or anything. Like, his flesh, like, you can push into him and he's real, but it's just very, very smooth. Okay, gotcha. Like the softest soft boy. <laughs> yeah, kind of. The smoothest soft boy. <laughs> Anyways, this is good. Now that we're bound together, I, I was able to do this. And I want you to know you'll never have bad dreams again. Really? He nods. I'm here with you now. So whenever those happen, all you have to do, and he reaches up and sort of touches himself uh, on the small of his back, all you have to do is touch that part of your body. I'll be there in your dreams. <laughs> and normal Can't day quite. stuff? Well, it depends on how things are. Sometimes we're closer together than others. When I was in the sky, was I closer? <laughs> it doesn't quite work that way. Okay, sorry. When I'm able to, I try to contact you as often as I can. Or at least check in on you. I hope that's not too big of a breach of privacy. No, it's fine. And Sol kind of holds up their wedding ring. Stuff like this is normal for me. <laughs> he laughs. Just 
Glad you have as many people looking out for you as you do. And I have one more now, right? You've always had me. Really? You've always seemed very special. Thank you. And I think that you're going to be the one to save me. I willish. We got this. I suppose I shouldn't tell everyone about this. It might be complicated to explain that you've suddenly met an angel and decided to... Well, I mean, I already explained to them that I thought you were an angel. I just got proven that I was right today. <laughs> he raises up a wing. It's like, yep, caught me. <laughs> can I... can I touch your wings? Of course. He pulls them both in front of him, kind of covering himself. Soul kind of lightly uses the back of their hand to go down the feathers. They are soft and humming with energy. Interesting. Oh, cool. What kind of energy? It's almost like they're... It's hard to tell, but they're, like, vibrating with power. Cool. That's cool. Like, you get the sense that this entity is extraordinarily strong. Maybe not physically strong, but strong on a more of a metaphysical sense. Cool. Very cool. Well, since I'm here for the night, would you like to spend some time together? Like nothing better. What do you have in mind? Um, just company for right now. All right. He uh, holds his arm out to gesture you to turn to look where he's pointing. Okay. To like look where he's gesturing, and it's behind you. I look. You look, and you see a table set with uh, two chairs, a small round table, a candle, and a pot of tea with two small teacups. This is definitely my speed. Good. He walks over and pulls a chair out for you. Sol sits down. Pushes your chair in. He goes and takes a seat across from you. The, the teapot lifts itself into the air and pours both of you a cup. So, what would you like to talk about? Gosh, I... I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't want to be annoying. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could ever be annoying. Oh, you would be surprised. <laughs> hmm. uh, I've met quite a few beings that uh, would definitely place as far more annoying than you. Don't worry. Any examples? Oh, there have been some Archons that I've met in my time that just can't really get over themselves. What's an Archon? Oh, it's a type of angel. Um, oh! They typically are crusaders of justice. I'm so sorry, I didn't know why. Oh, it's quite alright. They're just kind of... They're a bit much, I think is how I'd put it. <laughs> I think I know a couple of people like that. <laughs> he takes a sip of his tea. Soul, I think, finally picks up their own. If I smell it, does it smell? It does. It has an aroma. It smells warm and comforting. Even though this is a dream. Even though this is a dream. Is it fruity? Is it more like... It's... Spicy? No. No. It's neither of those things. No. It, it smells like comforting. It, there is no descriptor it's, for what it smells, one normally would. It smells like the emotion of comfort. Oh. This is inside your own brain. I see. Okay. Okay. See, I, I just had to understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'll take a drink is it is it too hot still no it's it's in fact the perfect temperature oh and it tastes like happy childhood memories oh hmm so if we're thinking soul and happy childhood memories mm -hmm. you're uh, playing tag with grow actually like i was gonna think spending time with their father oh there you go that's fine too yeah having your father wowing you about different stories from different lands yeah, and, showing uh, me magic tricks. Mm -hmm, showing you magic tricks and, and, sh and having him pick you up and hold you over like a map table and pointing out oh, all yeah. the different things on like a colorful vellum map. 
And I'm sure my mom was not thrilled about that. <laughs> exactly. Because it instilled like a lifelong love of adventure and exploration, which, you know, is That's a problem. definitely not biting me in the butt or anything. <laughs> no, of course not. Oh. This isn't of all course not. toxic parenting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my dad was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Past, like, the feeling of utter betrayal because, you know, you probably should have just been honest with your kid from the beginning instead of trying to hide the fact that your marriage isn't working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, that's really good tea. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. The flavor's okay, though, right? No, it's d- delicious, it's, I suppose. It's not too distracting, though, I hope. No. It just felt really, really good to drink it, I guess. Oh, okay. I can change it if you No, 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 no. I like it. I like it. I promise. Uh, okay. You're fine. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope this isn't rude of me to ask. Um, I know this, this sharing of power will protect me in a way, but is there anything else I can do with the assistance of your power? Well, he sets the cup down in the saucer and kind of leans forward rests his chin on his hands and thinks for a moment. Uh, well, the the mark that you have on you now will be able to divert negative energy. So that's about all that can do currently. And it also sort of links our life forces together. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. I'm really glad to hear that. It's not often that you meet a mortal that will allow you to do something like that. Well, well we're friends, right? <laughs> of course we're friends. I mean... I hope you've been able to trust me, and I, I certainly trust you. Well, I don't think you've lied to me yet, so I have no reason but to trust you. I'd, I'd like to think that I'm the only one who's willing to tell you the truth about some things. I just... It's just my mother who's lying to me, right? Or do you know something else? I'm not certain, so I'll, I'll keep trying to find answers before I give you unnecessary amounts of anxiety. I would prefer to not throw suspicion until I have concrete fact. Wow. Um, that's that's refreshing, <laughs> to be honest. You expect me to treat you like Alec? Oh, you know about him. I... He looks a little embarrassed. I may have peeked through some of your recent memories. I hope that's not oh. too big of an invasion of privacy. I didn't know you could do that? Uh, Did you do that before we were connected, or after? N- no. No, that was only after. I, I apologize. So just now. You, you just now looked through my memories, pretty much. It sort of happened. It's it might, it's a bit of a side effect of linking with me. I apologize. So how come I don't get your memories? Well... Soul's a little pouty. <laughs> I suppose that you would get some of my memories if, if you were to loan me some of your power. I don't he, know what I could give. I'm not very strong. He just smiles. You're far stronger than you think. You have a strength of character and will that I'm kind of envious of. Thank you. I don't really know what to say to that. Not to say anything. Do you have any other questions for me? Um, how did you... Well, maybe... Gosh. Oh, I don't want to be annoying. <laughs> Um, okay, I'll start from the beginning. We're in, like, a box right now, in a way. I suppose if you think of your mind as a box, then yes. So this is my mind? This is all your mind. Okay, so is this what where you reside looks like, or is this 
just where you happen to be in my head? Oh, I just wanted to create something neutral. He gestures to, like, the white room that you're sitting in. I mean, I, I could make this anywhere from your memories if you'd like. No, 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 no. No, I'd rather just have the new ones, I guess. Oh. He smiles at that. I'm glad to hear it. I just sort of wanted to have some place that didn't have any distractions. I kind of wanted to focus my attention on you. Oh. <clears throat> Thank you. I appreciate that. It's no problem. They don't know Ish as well. They're a bit more reserved currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as Ish is being nice, Soul's still like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. I... I won't look through any more memories of yours if it makes you uncomfortable. I, I didn't mean to intrude. <laughs> I just didn't expect it. Honestly, if you have any opinions on anything, I wouldn't mind hearing it, though. Oh, no. Nothing, nothing of the sort. I mean, I've already sort of told you the only important thing that I would have you know, which is that I... Well, we don't need to get into anything harsh. I wanted this to be a, a happier experience <laughs> for you. Thank you. I mean, we've already gone through the bad bits. I figured this could be a good bit. This could be a happy memory for you. If I remember it when I wake up. Oh, which I... Which I will. I don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> I've remembered everything since I've woken up normally. <laughs> so, I'm just being silly, I guess. I'm sorry. I am so nervous. I've never met an angel before. He holds his hand out across the table. Uh, are you sure? He nods. I mean, it's not really me anyway. It's more oh. like a representation of me. Does that... Soul kind of lightly lends their hand downward onto his. Okay. So he takes your hand and he just sort of holds it as a gesture of support. He holds it with his hand on the bottom and your hand on top. And then he puts his other hand on top of your hand in sort of a protective gesture. And he says, it's, it's all right. Everything will be okay. It doesn't feel like it lately. Well... I think you just need to trust that things will work out and just realize that as long as you seek the truth, I think you'll be fine. Okay. Thank you. He gives you a smile, a little nod, and then releases your hand. Silk picks... holds on for a second and then lets go. He picks back up his teacup and takes a sip, which puts a smile on his face, and then he sets it back down and just sort of looks at you. So when I drank the tea, I remembered spending time with my daddy. Do you remember things, or is your tea different? And Sol kind of starts to lean forward. He has a... a his, Smell his? <laughs> his smile gets even wider, and he says, oh, it reminds me of my childhood, so much as I had one, being sort of a not fully coalesced structure of light and harmony. It's kind of hard to describe. If you imagine existence being just a, a field of flowers that went on forever. Okay. And they were all singing. And okay. Maybe it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... It, no, 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 keep going. <laughs> it's the best way I can describe what it was like to be among that, to be one of those flowers. You were a flower. <laughs> Not exactly. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's it's fine. It's just, it's difficult to put into terms that make a lot of sense to someone who doesn't exist in that universe. Uh, right. <laughs> imagine, like, you are a partially formed thought, and everything around you is harmony and joy. Mm-hmm. And you spend your time 
singing in a chorus of others like yourself. Oh, I I won't be able to 100% feel that way, but in an odd way, I, I think I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> For what? That you had to deal with that. He looks Was at you gen- genuinely confused. Was it lonely being in a crowd of a million? <laughs> Quite the opposite. I was just like all my brothers and sisters. We were all together. It was it was creation, I suppose. I guess if I was like everyone else, I don't know. Never mind. That's a stupid thought. <laughs> you feel like if you were like everyone else, then you wouldn't have any value? I'd feel lonelier than I do now. Ansel hmm. looks down at their hands clasped in front of their lap. I don't know. I don't really know why people feel lonely. I just know that I do a lot. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it seems to me like you have quite a few people that care about you and travel with you. Oh, they do. I know lots of people care about me. I'm sure my mother, even though it's strange currently, and well... He kind of grimaces a little bit. He gets a bit of a frown on his face when you mention your mother. Um... I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't behave that way. It's okay, you have your reasons. You, well, you actually seem to know what she was lying about. Can I ask from you what it is? I just, I know that elves should live for a fair amount of time, for centuries, in fact. That's correct. And that you've never met anyone older in your family than your mother, or met any of the previous protectors. I think you know what I'm what I'm implying. Do you think they die after the transfer of the protectorship? He nods. I I really want this to be a pleasant time with you, and I I don't want to Uh yeah. Just Yeah. I'll stop. It's fine. Just know that he takes your hand again. He kinda reaches across and kinda grabs it a little bit to reassure you. But he moves much quicker than before. So before it was sort of a slow and gentle thing. This is more of he feels the need to reassure you right now. Just understand, you don't have to go through with it. It's it's not something you have to do. You can say no. But isn't it necessary for the barrier to be up? Who will who will do it then? It's it's, it's still my responsibility, right? It's not worth your life. Well, maybe I could stop everything before you know before the next protector needs to happen. He and just... so instinctively touches their stomach. He just kind of looks sad. Are you saying that I'm, if I do the transfer of power, I'm going to die? He doesn't answer, but just continues to look sad. Is, is it because of this? Their hand was on their stomach, and now they kind of cling at their fabric and bunch it up. What, implying what? Implying that instead of the power going to the soul, it goes straight to the baby and the soul dies. No. Okay. No, it's, that's simply a um, complication, I suppose, is how I would put that, but it's, it won't, it won't truly change anything about the transference. I, I just don't know, Ish. I understand your worries. I would, I would like my mother to, I would like to give her the chance to tell me the truth, still. And perhaps she will, but I feel like at that point it would be too late. You would take the power offered by her, and then that would seal your fate. And I don't want your story to end there. My... My story will never end. I'm... well... What if he, he looks, like, concerned to even be speaking about this? I shouldn't talk about this yet. I'm sorry. I, 
Soul leans forward. Do you have any other questions about me? Oh, uh, Soul sits back again. Um. He tries to, like, reset his mood. Um, what if I wanted more? <laughs> this soul is, bites their lip. This is, um, sort of what I was, I was just thinking about, actually. I, I can offer you an alternative. To the protectorship. He nods. Instead of taking the power from your mother, I could give you mine, and you would be able to protect the world. How? Would I become a barrier without risking my life? He nods. It would, well, as far as I can tell, it would extend your life, actually. Really? He nods. Huh. You would become <clears throat> eternal? Um, immortal. He nods. Oh. You could... Ish, what are you? <laughs> he looks, like, a little hurt. I'm, I'm an angel. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just, I've never met anyone who could just hand out immortality. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not really that complicated. I mean, if you think of your soul as, hmm, let's see. He thinks for a moment, and then he waves his hand across the table, and there's a sheet of parchment paper sitting there now. Oh. If you think of your soul as this sheet of paper... Do you okay. see how it's flat? He waves his hand over top of it. Yes. This is sort of how mortals exist in this state, with fewer dimensions. But he sort of levitates the paper with his hand, and it flips up into the air, and then he moves his hand around the paper, and it begins to fold itself. And it folds itself into a three-dimensional object that looks like oh. a little star, like a sun. It would be something like this. It's still your soul, but... Now it has depth and dimension, and he sets it down in front of you. Can I pick it up? Mm -hmm. It's like a hard parchment paper that's been folded into a 3D object of a sun. Saul kind of moves it around in their hands, observing and examining it. It would still be you, but you would have dimension that you didn't have before. And you would be more like, well, more like me. I would be an angel? Or just like an angel? Sort of like one. I, I can't make you an angel. <laughs> well... He looks somewhat embarrassed to admit that. That's okay. I don't need to be an angel. But it would alter you significantly. You would be eternal, and you would have abilities that you didn't have currently. It would... Well, I guess it was what you're asking. Uh, if I could empower you, that would be how it would be done. Because to you, you would be... An object like what you have there, and everyone else would be like... And he waves his hand, another piece of paper is in front of him. Does that make sense? I think so. But to be honest, I'd like to think about it. Of course. I just... I want to give you the opportunity. I, I appreciate it. I don't want you to be deceived by your mother. <sighs> this is... And I, I truly believe that with this power, you could protect your world. But I won't. <sighs> he gives you like a half smile. That's what I offer. But you don't need to make any choices now. You have <laughs> right. a bit of time left. Right. I'm just... It doesn't make sense to me that an angel and an elf would use their love to create the barrier and then it be so detrimental to the person that he loved. I just don't understand. I imagine that the two of them saw it as a necessary sacrifice and they probably felt that keeping the natural order of life and death was more important than having a single protector. Instead of having a champion, they chose to hide away 
and maintain the barrier over generations. I honestly think it was a mistake. I even disagreed with them. You knew them? I knew the angel. I, I apologize for not knowing your, he thinks for a moment, great-grandmother? Somewhere around those lines. I think it's great-great. He, he nods, your great-great-grandmother. But like I said, I'm, I've been around for quite a while, and I've, I, I still know your, I suppose, great-great-grandfather. As odd as that sounds. <laughs> well, I'm older than half of the people I liked, so <laughs> what can you do? Is that, is that a question? Oh, no, 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 no. That's a, a statement more is um, uh, a way to say, oh, oh, well. Oh, I see. Do you have any questions for me? I mean, I suppose. Um, what is it like to, he thinks for a moment, what is it like to eat food? <laughs> oh, it's really good. Sometimes I like eating food when I'm not hungry. Most of the time you eat when you're hungry. Your stomach growls or you feel like this pain because your body is in need of a supplement in some way. So eating, would you like me to describe how it feels going inside or just flavor? He looks interested in everything you're saying. (laughs) Okay, so when you want food, there's different consistencies to each food. Some are soft and easy to swallow and others you have to chew a bit. It really just depends. And usually there's amazing flavors depending on what you're eating. Some things do taste gross or bitter. I really hate things that are bitter. (laughs) But most of the time food is delicious or cooked well where things are added to one item and suddenly it tastes brand new and completely different than how it would have without it. How interesting. Yeah, I really like eating and to be honest i've been stuck on rations and sprinkles for so long (laughs) Uh, sprinkles are the beetles that vera makes i don't know if you looked in my memory for vera i i know the name but i i haven't delved deeply enough to know of these sprinkles yet if you want right now i wonder if you could use that to um feel what eating is like it's interesting i I don't really have much of a frame of reference it's hard to sort of interpret the way it feels. Uh, Even through memory? He nods. It's fine. Let me ask something else then instead. I I don't I don't just want to delve through your memories and and just steal the information from you. I (laughs) was kind of hoping we could well, we can have a nice chat. I'm fine with that. Alright. Next question. Soul taps on the table. (laughs) Alright. Uh how do you know when you're falling in love? Oh Gosh, let's see. With Grow... Oh, do you mind if I use examples? I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Okay. With Grow, it wasn't at first sight. I was little, and Mm -hmm. gosh, I was just really excited to play with another kid who didn't know who I was. And over time, just spending time with him, I really enjoyed his company. And, well, I realized eventually that I enjoyed his company more than anyone else in the village when I would go down into it. So it kind of happened naturally, and it was there for a long time, I think. It's just I realized it all at once. And that's what it was like with him. Mm-hmm. With Siva... Uh, I mean, I don't know about that one. Uh, never mind, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, <laughs> Alec! <laughs> 
maybe Marcus and Soul stops. Uh, with Alec, I feel as though that one happened very fast. I see. I probably shouldn't have. As fast as I did, I didn't know him for really that long. However, bodies, when there's, uh, <clears throat> social activities, they're tends to be what I assume are chemicals in our brains that are released that will tend to leave more affection towards the person sometimes. I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I've read a lot of books, but I'm no, you know, expert on anything. I but... disagree. I think you're an expert on quite a few things. <laughs> well, I disagree with you. So, ha! <laughs> Soul sticks out their tongue. Well, you got me. <laughs> but... At first, it was an arrangement to get something I wanted, and there was a crush at first. He was a very attractive person, but I honestly felt more annoyed by him, if anything. He really <laughs> riled me up constantly. I see. But over time, coming to see him, although at first being part of kind of an obligation, I felt to make sure that he would work for me in the future eventually ended up being an affection and mm. he would listen to me and talk to me and it really seemed like he cared so it was a business mm -hmm. arrangement that turned into a partnership yes interesting although i think he called us partners right away but i i don't think he was specifically saying like lovers partners you know i think it was just like business partners kind of thing ish nods uh, and I was pretty sure I was going to die at some point. So I felt it necessary to tell him that I loved him. And I do. Was that difficult? Yeah, it was. I, I didn't want to. I, I honestly, I wanted him to say it first because, well, I was afraid that he wouldn't feel that way. And I think that was one of the more scarier feelings is the feeling of rejection. But... I have yet to experience that, so... Soul shrugs. I guess I should be just fine. <laughs> but I still get nervous. That's something I've always found fascinating about mortals. Is they're all so timid about admitting love for one another. Oh? Mm-hmm. I suppose sometimes you feel as though... If your feelings are true at that moment... And they're not reciprocated, then... I suppose most people feel as though... How can I feel this way again if that person doesn't like me? And staving off the feeling of not having that outweighs usually having it. Hmm. I suppose it's different from my kind, then. We don't really... What do you do? Well, it's sort of a natural state. I mean, I love you, but I love everything. I love... Soul blinks. Everyone. It's difficult to explain, but I exist in a perpetual state of love. Interesting. Ish, you're, you're an angel, not a god, right? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. I just had to check. What, what would make you think that? Well, there's a goddess of love, and just want to make sure... I don't know. <laughs> I had to check. I'm nervous, okay? <laughs> I assure you I'm no god. Is that a weird question? Is that a bad question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's a bit of a sticky question, I suppose. I... Imagine it would be possible, but that seems like an extreme response. Response? Uh, an extreme reaction, I suppose. How best to describe it? Mm. it? For someone who is like myself, that is 
created to serve, to become a master would be a difficult thing that would be considered extreme. What do you serve? Oh, I serve order and life. Oh, okay. It was my responsibility, along with those of my brothers and sisters, to make sure that the world, and all the worlds, in fact, function, and that they are safe, protected, and happy. <laughs> I'm glad. Me too. I try to do my very best. So, does each angel have their own world, then? Oh, no. No, we aren't, we aren't assigned in any way like that. We simply go where we're needed. A lot of us are in many places at once. It, it's difficult to explain. I, I don't want to confuse you. <laughs> that's okay. I understand. I, I think, well, I don't know if that's the correct <laughs> way to say that. Um, he oh chuckles. He holds out his hand again. Soul hesitantly places theirs in his... This time he just sort of rubs his thumb across the top of your hand as he speaks. I simply want you to be happy. And I want you to know that in however little way I can, I want to try to help you ensure that this world is protected. Soul sadly smiles. I just gotta get through a couple of small things first, I guess. Hmm. Obstacles, I guess. <laughs> yes. I told you about my enemies, right? You mentioned Glarv. Yeah. Honestly, if I hope you can... Soul looks frustrated. I hope you can convince him to back down. I truly dislike bloodshed. I don't know how to solve my problem without hurting him at the same time. Perhaps the item you retrieved will be enough to convince him to abandon his, well, whatever mission he's on. That's true. Perhaps faced with his own mortality, he'll snap to his reasons again and he'll give up hmm. I certainly hope so at least <laughs> he realizes that he's been holding your hand this whole time and he lets go oh sorry soul retracts soul takes another sip of their tea but they're looking away just like at a corner <laughs> of the room unsure what to say do you have any other questions for me would it upset you if I killed him truth be told I'm upset for every death not just his so, with so much bloodshed on my hands, why do you talk to me? Because I know that you believe in your heart that you want to make this world a better place. And that is exactly what I seek as well. Even though I've hurt people. You've only done what you've deemed necessary. You have never, ever gone out of your way to harm someone. And I think that's beautiful. Soul glances at him, kind of side-eye since they're not exactly looking towards him anymore. Is something wrong? Do you feel I've misjudged you? <laughs> I suppose you have more faith in me than I do of myself-ish. Well, that's exactly why I contacted you. Someone had to remind you just how strong you were. That is nice. <laughs> and I appreciate it. I'll be honest, I don't 100% believe you. He looks a little wounded. I see. Do you think I'm deceiving you? No. Soul looks confused. Then why do you not believe me? I don't believe I'm that strong. I don't think you're trying to deceive me. I think you genuinely believe what you're saying. You just think that I'm mistaken? Yes. Hmm. I would have thought that after everything you've been through, you would have started to recognize that you are capable of all sorts of feats, and that your potential is a bit limitless. 
My potential is limitless with your assistance is more accurate, wouldn't you say? No. I think that No. I think that you can become quite powerful in your own right, given enough time. Mm. But that's exactly the problem, is that you're being... Well, your time is going to be stolen from you. And I can't abide that. For someone to steal your life away is not... Not something that I can live with. I had to contact you. I... I hope you don't blame me for the souring of your relationship with your mother. To be honest, it's always been a bit rocky. I was only trying to help. I understand. And I... I don't blame you, Ish. I hope you know that. He looks relieved. I just don't want to deceive you. Soul sets their tea down and stands up. The room shimmers a little bit. Soul starts to walk across the room. They're about to start pacing. Mm-hmm. As you walk, it looks like the room has water running past it, like it's warping slightly. Like the light mm-hmm. is refracting around in strange ways. It's almost as if your activity is kind of degrading the dream slightly. Interesting. Ish. Yes? I'm not a good person. Soul turns back and looks at him. Their arms are behind their back. They have their shoulders back. They're standing straight. They look pretty professional. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt people, but I do want to win. And I'm at a point where I'm willing to take measures in order to do that. He nods. What sort of measures? If it means protecting the world and those I love, almost anything. He stands up from the table and takes a step toward you, and he opens his arms out for a hug. Soul looks unsure. Their arms drop from behind them to their sides. They look confused, but they step forward anyways. He takes you into his arms and also puts his wings around you and holds you in a tight hug. You feel like a wetness on your shoulder. You, you think he's crying. What? I'm... Ish, I'm sorry. No, no. You are exactly, exactly the person I hoped you would be. Oh. Um. Hmm. Uh, I... Soul's getting embarrassed. I don't... don't <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> he lets go with his arms and kind of stands back up, but his wings are still around you. Is everything alright? Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm embarrassed. I expected you to, I don't know, foreshame me or something. He just looks at you and smiles. No, nothing like that. You believe that you have to do everything in your power to ensure the world is safe. That is exactly what I'm looking for. You are exactly who I'm looking for. And I'm so glad that I found you. (laughs) Soul has no idea what to say to that. (laughs) I, I truly believe that you love this world as much as I do. Probably a little bit more. <laughs> hmm. I, I don't know why you're forgiving me for what I just said. There was nothing to forgive. Why aren't you angry then? You believe you're not a good person, but I think you're mistaken. And you're willing to do anything to save this world. And that is not a weakness. That is not something to be ashamed of. That is something to be proud of. There are far too many people who would be willing to compromise with evil and to find some sort of neutral stance. It's good to know that you would not, that you would stand up for what's right to protect everyone, to do anything to save this world. That's what they deserve. Exactly. It's exactly what they deserve. You can see he actually has gold tears. Oh, wow. They're they're streaming down his eyes right now. He's so proud. 
Soul instinctively like pulls their hands up to try to brush them away. As soon as you brush your fingers across them, they disappear, and they leave no residue on your hand. I'm sorry. I, I suppose I'm getting overly emotional. It's... it's okay. It's... Hey. it's truly wonderful what you've said today. And well, I really... you're in my head, so you know it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope that you don't forget this when you wake up. Same. I'll think about your offer-ish. He nods. I just... I want to try... I want to try to convince Glarv on my own terms first, before I ask for your help. He nods. Of course. I certainly hope this was a more pleasant dream than what you would have had otherwise. Good morning, Sol. Good morning? The w- room around you warps and fades to white. You wake up in your sleeping roll in the tent. There are small white feathers scattered around you. Hmm. Uh, Sol takes one up and examines it. It's a tiny little down feather. It's maybe a half an inch to an inch long. And there's maybe a few dozen of them around you, scattered. And they're white like his wings? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll collect them and keep them in one of my pouches. <laughs> Alright, you collect them all and put them in a little pouch. <laughs> I've got a bag of holding, okay? I can do whatever I want. Of course. It's like a coin purse of holding? I don't know. <laughs> it's not that big. I would expect nothing else. Well, I'll get up for the day, I guess. Alright. Is anyone awake out? You get up, and you see the wagon... Is sitting there, the carriage rather, is sitting there. The door is open. Oh. And you see Karis sitting on the little step that's off the door. She's sort of, she, she's Burr sort of. around? You don't see Burr anywhere, no. Okay, I approach her. You see Karis is sitting there. She's got like her ankles crossed and she's sort of leaning against one side of the door frame of the carriage. Hey. She looks up. Oh, hi. She immediately looks embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> uh, how are you today? I'm okay. I actually had a really good dream for once. That's good to hear. Just... Mind if I sit with you? Oh, uh, of course. There's not really room on the step for two people, oh. so she kind of just stands up and leans against the carriage. Oh, no, no, no. You, you can sit back down. I'm sorry. I'll sit on the ground. And so sits down crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Karis will actually follow suit and also sit crisscross applesauce with you. Did you sleep well? Um... Did you sleep? I haven't slept very much, to be honest. She bites her thumbnail. For how long? Have you been having nightmares? I've kind of been in one for a long time, and I feel like I might finally be waking up from them. Is that weird sounding? No, tell me. Um, she looks very embarrassed right now. She's starting to turn, like, beet red. And she hasn't even been drinking. Uh, I mean, if if you don't want to talk (sighs) about it... No, it's, it's fine. I just... A lot of things have been going through my head recently. I mean, ever since what happened at the spa and oh, Petrie, right. <laughs> I I sort of started to think that, well, I, I accepted the reality of my situation, right? That I wouldn't be able to do anything with anyone. Soul nods slowly. And that was, that was how it was, and that was how it was going to be. So I was not happy about it, but I understood And I was okay with it. She looks up into the air a little bit. And then, well, and then I guess... Her? Yeah. Soul bites their lip like they weren't supposed to say anything. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you've probably seen me talking with him for the last few days. yeah. He's 
really interesting. Well, that's a term I would use. <laughs> he has a weird mixture of information, stuff mm-hmm. that's really obscure, but then he is also missing so much stuff that I take for granted. So we end up just having these long conversations about everything. Which I assume is great for you. I'm sorry if you feel lonely with us normally, since we're not as smart as you sometimes. <sighs> I don't think I am, at least. Hey, don't don't act like that. I mean it. Thank you. I haven't really felt alone since I started traveling with all of you. So, last night, I was going to go to sleep, and then she kind of smiles. And then, well, Burr showed up, and he... Oh, he wanted to talk with me about something, and he, <clears throat> well, he said that he wanted to try some things, and I was a little worried. Uh-huh. Uh, but he said that he wasn't, and I, well, I, I held his hand, and he seemed okay. I'm glad. I'm so happy for you, Karis. <laughs> it, um, it gets a little better. Oh? She looks embarrassed again. He, um, well, he, he, he gave me a kiss. Aww. And, um, he, well, he got a nosebleed from that. (laughs) But just a nosebleed. She nods. Yeah, it's, um, it's exciting. We, uh, we may have, she starts playing with her fingers. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, Karis, I know what you did last night. (laughs) So it just blurts that out. She, like, freezes. Sorry, I was gonna go sleep in the cart last night, I, and, um, I, I, oh god. I, I just swear I didn't make any noises. No! Oh, oh did I? I just noticed that it- She, like, no, no, she no. like starts to freak out. <laughs> I'm so sorry! Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 I was just up really late last night, because I was talking, um, to that voice again. Oh, your mysterious voice is back, huh? <laughs> you know, that's, Anyways. that's kind of, that's kind of my territory, right? Oh, I'm sorry to take that from you. <laughs> it, um, I mean, things went pretty well, uh, all in all. I, um, I think I might have scared him, though. Oh? She nods. Yeah, he, um, he thought he hurt me. Oh! Why? He kept asking if he had damaged me because of... God. <laughs> she kind of looks really embarrassed. <laughs> um, I mean, I think... Do elves not... Do that? I'm sorry, what? Oh, maybe this is like a human thing and maybe elves don't behave the same way. Do what? Uh, when, well, when humans have their first time, uh, they bleed. Do elves do that? (laughs) 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 Well, since it's, since it's never come up before, I'll let you decide. Well, since elves don't have periods and they deal with childbirth a lot easier. I'm gonna just assume their body just doesn't involve that kind of thing. You got it. Uh, no? Oh, well that's... that must be nice. (laughs) Sorry? (laughs) It's it's fine. It's fine. So, anyway, Burr thought he had hurt me, and I had to reassure him that I was okay. I honestly think he bled probably more than I did the whole experience. Oh. Yeah, it, it... Is he okay? Where is he? Um, he's going for a walk. Or flying. I think so. Um, we, we didn't, uh... Didn't... Well, he didn't exactly say where he was going. I, I imagine he's 
Well, he's probably a bit sore. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, did you at least have fun last night? It was certainly something different. In a good or a bad way, and so it looks like they're about to kick someone's ass. I mean, it it was something that I I, I mean I wanted. Don't you know, it, it wasn't anything bad. It's just something I never thought I would experience, I guess. So it's kind of like the dawn of a new day, I guess. Soul smiles. Karis? Yes, yeah, Soul. Do you trust me? Uh of course I trust you. What's up? Soul slowly starts moving their hand towards Karis. Okay, just because just because Burr touched me and didn't die doesn't mean that you can suddenly do that too, okay? She starts moving away from you. I need you to trust me. So I don't want to hurt you. I've already hurt you too much. I'm stronger now. Please. She's kind of reaching to like cuff her face almost, but she's going to keep moving back. She takes a step (laughs) back and she holds her hand out and she just kind of turns her head away. She doesn't want to see you injured. Alright, I'm going to stand up and I take one hand and I, I kind of between two hands, it's kind of hovering with Karis's hand in between theirs. Mm-hmm. And they put both together and clasp her hand. Karis is like, you, you can feel her kind of squirming under your touch. Like she's trying to break the touch because she knows that this is going to kill you. Karis. Also, you feel a warm sensation of the symbol on your body as it yeah. starts to heat up. It doesn't feel painful, but it does kind of tingle. Karis. What? Look at me. She turns and looks at you. Did... am I cured? <laughs> uh, I got some help from my friend. Oh, I'm not cured. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry, that sort of jumped to conclusions there, huh? She sits back down. She kind of looks like... her hand. She kind of looks like knocked back from what just happened. How did you... wait. She stands back up and she touches you. She grabs both your shoulders. Uh, I, yes? I'm not hurting you. That's what I said. She pulls you into, like, the tightest hug you've ever felt in your life. (laughs) She immediately starts crying, and she just keeps hugging you. She's trying to talk. She's trying to ask you how this is possible, but she can't get it out between the sobs. And Sol kind of moves and adjusts so that they can hold her and have, like, one hand on the back of her head, just kind of in a cradling motion, almost letting her cry. Welcome home, Karis. I'm sorry it took me so long, but I can at least give you this. She just keeps hugging you and crying. <laughs> How's that uh, tattoo on my back doing? <laughs> like I said, it feels tingly and warm, but that's about it. That's it. It doesn't get any like hotter nope. or anything like that. It, it doesn't go beyond warm and tingly. Okay. Cool. You just know that it's it's activated and doing whatever it's intended to do. She's still crying, huh? Yeah. I don't think yeah. she's going to break this anytime soon. Okay. I'm going I'm to let her cry. <laughs> Alright. You find for the next, we'll say, this is just like a day's travel from Hartenshin, so on this final day's travel, she insists on sitting next to you (laughs) and just holding your hand or like holding your arm or like leaning her head on your shoulder or just basically just being in contact with you in one way or another. Yeah. So we'll need to explain that to the rest of the group when we get back to the full game, but that is definitely how she is spending that day. Bird does return after a while. Give me a perception check. Okay. Figure I may as well make you make one roll after all this. One roll for this damn thing. <laughs> but everything else is a simple conversation, right? It's a 27. That's a 27. You notice that Burr looks a little bit more frail 
than he did the day before. <laughs> so, did she just suck out a dragon's life force? I mean, a, a little bit, yeah. Ooh. Oh, she'll, I hope it was worth it, boy. She'll also tell you that she's used up pretty much all of her healing for the day. <laughs> oh, yes. She had to uh, intermittently channel energy during. <sighs> Sweet child. Well, I, I guess that's it for us, huh? Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenishra. Please leave a like or subscribe if you want to see more content like this, and leave a comment if you have any suggestions. Until next time! <laughs>